Welcome to the Fit Vegan Podcast, the show where we help you optimize your health, fitness, and mindset on a whole food plant-based lifestyle. My name is Maxim Siguain. I am a former triathlete, powerlifter, bodybuilder, and basketball player, and I've been vegan for over nine years. I'm also the founder and CEO of Fit Vegan Coaching, which has helped over 500 vegans from 20 different countries to completely transform their bodies and their health. I'm excited for you to hear today's episode. Let's get into the show. All right. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Fit Vegan Podcast. Today, I'm joined by Nicolette Richer. Richer, Richer. Richer. I know. Yeah. Richer for my last name, but it's Richer Health for all our companies. That's what I say. It's Richer Health, but Richer. Yeah. Okay. I'll get the French out, French accent out. So, yeah, Nicolette is a regenerative medicine educator, entrepreneur, author, doctoral student, and speaker. 15 years plus as a regenerative medicine health educator, founder and CEO of the Green, Must, uh, Green Mustache Juice Coach. Awesome restaurant. Um, everywhere, but my favorite one's in Whistler. Um, also founder and CEO of Richer Health, Sea to Sky Thrivers Society, and the Richer Health Nutrition and Detox Wellness Center. Also certified in, in Max Gerson Health Trainer, which I would like to talk into a, a little bit later because that was kind of like a, a whole new world for me and uh, impacted my life in, in a big way. Um, mm-hmm. So Nicolette, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. It's such a pleasure being here. And thanks, Lucky. It's nice to be able to do this again. Yeah. Well, I'm excited. Maxime. For- Maxime. <laughs> Yeah. So for the people listening, I used to be go by lucky for eight years and I reverted back to my legal name after just from a lot of healing experiences after, after Jen passed away. And I was just like, I'm ready to like step mm-hmm. into me and let go of this armor of protection that I had built over the years. Um, yeah. and I, yeah, excited for us to, to reconnect. Like when was the last time we chatted? Was I in LA the last time we did a podcast together or in Mexico? Yeah, you were in LA for sure. It was just when you first moved down there. So that was definitely a while ago. Yeah, awesome. Well, so I'm curious, like what, what have you been up to? Because I, I, I've been seeing some stuff like Tony Robbins podcast, the businesses and some expansion, like the new fab to fit. Like what, <laughs> what, what are the main areas that you're working on right now? Well, um. I mean, I love that you brought up the Tony Robbins podcast because that happened like it was so long ago. I mean, but it was only it was right just before COVID broke out. And so, you know, here we were, we were connecting with the Tony Robbins team because I wrote them a letter to say, you need to have healthy food at these events. You can't have events for entrepreneurs that are five days long and that are like go from eight in the morning till 12 at night and that are just go, 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 high energy, high intense, tons of learning, incredible events. But the food is crap. Like it was awful. And so many of the participants at the event, when they found out that I did chronic disease reversal, they came to tell me about all their chronic diseases. So meanwhile, it's like a room full of entrepreneurs, all with chronic diseases, their high stress, fast lifestyle, eating out a lot. Um, You know, often people associate food with wealth. So if you can afford a steak and an expensive bottle of wine, then, you know, that's your health status and wealth status, but it ends up being your poor health status. So anyway, so that, uh, yeah, that Tony Robbins podcast was, I didn't realize even then when I did that podcast, what a catalyst it would be for all the work I'm doing now, because Mm -hmm. they asked me so many beautiful questions on that podcast that were all around decolonizing your plate. And at the time, I was just reforming my thinking around Gerson, around Eat Real to Heal, to to really be teaching people that it is about decolonizing our plates. And that's a lot of the work that I'm doing now. So yeah, that Tony Robbins podcast was definitely a catalyst for it. 
Uh, so actually, I'm gonna I want to write down a note because I definitely want to dive into that. Uh, mm -hmm. So question about so Tony Robbins, um, been following for 15 years, been wanting to do what he does for the past 15 years, finally stepped into getting his certification and starting to do the work that he does. I just finished Unleashed the Power Within like three days nice. ago. Oh, amazing! Yeah, that's yes. a great program. I'm still on that high from from the event. It was a really long, awesome four days. Yeah. Um, but his, his fourth day, I was very surprised that it was literally about health and vitality. And the whole thing was eat less meat, cut out the dairy, right? Drink out of a glass bottle versus plastic bottle. There was a whole day basically on health um, and fitness. Um, I didn't know that that would be in there. I'm curious, is that something that you triggered? Is that something <laughs> It's <laughs> so funny how many people ask me that, but no, I cannot okay. take credit for that. Even though um, I did meet some of the platinum partners that had been at the business mastery program and I met them and then we ended up doing an event together a few months later, uh, not with Tony Robbins, completely separate. And then they emailed me about six months later because after I sent that email to the Tony Robbins team, they called us and said, hey, let's partner and see mm -hmm. if we can get the green mustache to cater Tony Robbins events. And I mean, this is like would be one of the biggest contracts in the entire world because his events yeah. are so huge. And then, of course, COVID hit. So we never, things just fell to the wayside. But his platinum partners called and said, Tony's promoting all 100% organic, plant-based whole food. And they said the same thing. Yeah. They're like, did you influence that? And I'm like, I wish I did. But that guy's been on a health kick and a health journey and learning exploration for a really long time. And I think it's when he started to suffer from his neurological damage from doing keto um, yeah. and eating like all of those like very highly toxic fish um, from yeah. the West Coast oceans. And, um, and that really created a lot of damage for him. And he had to bring down his mercury levels and uh, lead levels and other toxicity levels. So that was, he talked about that at one of the conferences. And so he was already on a health journey. And I mean, he has mm -hmm. access to the best of the best research and information and doctors. And the research is very, very um, evident and prevalent showing that a plant strong lifestyle is the lifestyle that keeps you living longest and disease free. Yeah. So why wouldn't you do it? Right? Yeah. Um, curious, are you a platinum partner? No, I'm not. No, no, I'm not. No, I don't know why. Why am hey, I not? Colette, I'm doing it this week. I'm joining what? this week. Yeah. It's, I've waited my whole life to be in a position to be able to do it. And I am now. Wow. I'm so excited to jump in. That is amazing. Yeah, no, I, I don't know. We've just got so busy, you know, having restaurants and yeah. uh, co and tr and saving the restaurants from COVID. Like we probably should have shut them down. Instead, we just wanted to keep them going and see if we can survive this. So it's been a definite, like it's been a, a hard years. And so we're just recovering financially from that. So maybe one day we will be a platinum partner. Definitely would love to learn the stuff they teach in the platinum group is like none other. Like you get into yeah. the world of healthy financing and investing and like being of service in huge ways. You know, it's, it's, it's huge. It's big. So I'm excited for you. Yeah. Can't wait well, to hear I'm, your stories. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to share them with you and um, ultimately see at the events. I, I know I'm excited for business mastery. I'm excited to do all the, all that stuff mm -hmm. and the contribution part. Yeah. It was a big piece because I'm trying to find ways to give more. And ultimately, right now, it's more financial. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know if I've told you this, but I'll share this, this story for everyone listening. So when Jen was in the hospital, and um, basically like a few hours before she passed away, um, I called Nicolette um, because Jen wanted Nicolette's advice on what to do. 
Uh, Nicole's extremely knowledgeable in this space and we really valued her, her opinion. And it was a, I, first of all, I really appreciate you for taking that call. Um, mm -hmm. I was, I was a freaking mess when we spoke. Um, but I really appreciate like the education that you brought to us, even through the first event, we, we met you when we went to, to Whistler and mm -hmm. just continuing the friendship throughout the years. Um, so yeah, we just, I really value, generally valued your, your knowledge and, and, and expertise. So for the people listening, like Nicola and I go way back, <laughs> way we back. Do. We've been through some shit. Um, yes, we have. Yeah. So what we started doing, uh, with, with fit vegan is every month we're trying to donate at least a thousand dollars to family going specifically through cancer to help them support oh. their treatment or their grocery bill. Cause you know how it is. Yeah. You're trying to eat organic and it does cost a little bit more money. You're not working. Exactly. Um, so I'm trying to find a way to do more of that. Like, how do I give tens of thousands of dollars per month and support 20 families, you know? Right. Well, we should partner on this then because we have, we throw Eat Real to Heal parties. So this is where we find individuals who can't afford to do our program. And the only thing they need to do is connect us with their family and friends. And then we host these online um, Eat Real to Heal parties. They can be in person together. And then yeah. we teach about food as medicine. So then what it does, everybody pays a little bit to be part of these workshops, these parties, yeah. um, when normally they can't afford to take these nutrition workshops because there's, you know, we're living in a world now where the debt ratio is so huge and most people can't afford to take like a $200 program to learn about yeah. food as medicine. Like, you know, they're resorting to having to get a book and read it and try and, and implement that. But then a lot of these courses are more expensive than their grocery bill every month as well. And so yeah. we help them offset their costs by throwing eat real to heal parties. And then they can use all that money raised from the parties to, for example, you know, buy stainless steel cookware. So they're not using Teflon cookware, right? That yeah, causes terrible for you. Yeah. Oh yeah. And so that they could buy, you know, organic food and more produce, fresh produce and, you know, order from delivery companies if they have to drive for three hours to get to a place. Cause a lot of, a lot of individuals as well can't even access healthy food. They yeah. don't have healthy grocery stores in their communities. So yeah, I think that there's a lot of work you and I can do together to help offset those um, financial costs, especially as food costs now are probably going to rise and be more than even most like people's rent and mortgages. Like that's, that is the direction we're headed in. Yeah. It's gone up a lot over the past, like six months. Um, yeah. yeah, we'll definitely chat about that. Cause if I can, mm -hmm. there's multiple ways, but if I can help fund a bunch of families to go through your course, to learn these valuable mm -hmm. tools, then I would love to do that. That would be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. You and I, I think we can, yeah, we can shake up this world a little bit and help continue the impact. Way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Love the work that you're doing. Thank you. And same here. Like, so do you mind sharing with, with the people that are listening also? Cause I want people to be exposed to your beautiful world, right? You're, um, mm -hmm. you're just one of the beautiful soul that is having such a great impact on people's life that encounter you. And again, you're so knowledgeable that you're making such a difference in people's life. And I want people to be exposed to kind of the work that you're doing because it's so valuable. Maybe not might not be for them, but they might know a family member that would benefit from that. Um, so I know right now, like you, we talked about like doing the, the fab to fit there's, there's richer health. So like, what are kind of the things that people could be exposed to in your world that they could find that they can get benefit from? Yeah. So one of the programs that yeah, we're launching again, we've run this a couple of times and it was so successful because this program was for individuals that have a chronic disease, but it's not mm. a chronic disease with a very poor prognosis, meaning that 
it's a kind of chronic disease they can live with for the rest of their life, probably on medications. They're going to have chronic pain as a result, lots of fatigue. Um, and it really leaves them feeling like they're a couch potato because trying to exercise while you're managing and treating these chronic conditions, some of them physically can't, like their PCOS, if they have polycystic ovarian disease um, syndrome, or they have fibromyalgia, or they have um, endometriosis. So many women are suffering from endometriosis and it's so easy to reverse, but it prevents them from moving their bodies. So they can't yeah. make it to the gym. Like every time they menstruate, like they're out for two weeks, like for the weeks leading up in the you know week during. And so they're not able to move their bodies and they want to move their bodies and, you know, go back to being the athlete that they were, or in some cases they've never even run more than a kilometer in their life. They don't know that feeling because they've always been um, suffering from chronic pain as a result of their chronic disease. So with the fab to fit program, they get our students get access to our eat real to heal program. So they learn about using food as medicine to reverse their chronic diseases. So this mm -hmm. means fully reversing all of those diseases. I talked about high blood pressure, high cholesterol, um, chronic migraines. Like I have clients that have migraines 30 days of the month. That is like every single, almost every single day of the year, they might have a break yeah. for a few days of the year. So they do our Eat Real to Heal program. They learn all about eating clean, getting rid of their chronic inflammation, their pain goes away, but then we also get them moving their bodies, but we do zone two training. So with zone two yeah. training, almost anybody can do this kind of training because it's starting with, it's meeting you where you're at. So you're always keeping your heart rate within zone two. And this allows you to not get injured, to be able to slowly um, heal your body because it's an incredibly healing tool, as you know. Um, so you're simultaneously stimulating all the healing mechanisms in your body, detoxifying in a good, slow way without suffering from the pain that usually comes from like um, when people want to start exercising, they end up in so much yeah. chronic pain as a result of exercising that they don't go back to it. So yeah. with zone two training mixed with our Eat Real to Heal program, We've taken clients that have never run more than a few kilometers and one, she reversed her PCOS and her depression and she went and completed a, tw a half marathon in record time. Nice. Another woman at uh, 50 years old, she couldn't run because she had so much chronic inflammation in her reproductive system that it felt like she had a bowling ball between her legs, essentially. So she wasn't able to physically run. She healed herself and went on and completed a 50K uh, run for her 50th birthday. So wow. these are the kinds of things that um, the results that people in our fab to fit program get. Um, and, and really when they start, they, when they come to us, they really have believed the lie that they have to live with their chronic condition for the rest of their life. And then when they come through our program, they see firsthand that they don't have to, that it's fully reversible. So our fab to fit program is awesome. Um, and then of course we have our nutrition and detox training program, and that's, Usually when our when our students heal themselves, then they want to go and teach the world how to reverse their chronic diseases. So that's when they'll sign up for our nutrition and detox training program. And that's a six-month program where you learn the art and science of using metabolic nutrition and detoxification to reverse chronic diseases. And then they and then we help them build a business. And so our students that have graduated from that program have built some of the most incredible businesses um, in all niches of the healthcare system. And it's just, it's been awesome. So that's our other favorite program that we're that we're running. That's awesome. I feel it's super rewarding. And 
Mm-hmm. Ultimately, yeah, when you gain a, a tool that has impacted your life in a positive way, like you, there's, you want nothing else but to share it to other people and help yeah. other people with it. Exactly. Um, for Fab to Fit, like I love that. Um, zone two training is. Uh, is a really powerful zone of training. And when you're, I, we can talk about your insurance journey a little bit, but yeah. when you first start off in zone two, it's so slow, right? Which so is a good slow. thing. <laughs> it's so, but if you're trying to like go for performance, it's so slow to train in it. Yeah. You, you see people passing you and you're like, I can run faster, but like, that's not what I'm doing today. I'm just no. doing zone two. It's a mental game, right? Because yeah. your ego gets in there and it's like, well, people are looking at me going like, I remember when I first started because I couldn't even run like two kilometers without dying yeah. and feeling like my lungs were going to fall out of me because I was a workaholic and, you know, I had been an athlete in my early 20s and teens, but I had given all of that up with having kids and starting businesses. So when I started this and my coach was like, you know, zone two, I hired Chris Hout, um, uh, who's rituals trainer. And I thought, I'm just going to go to the best of the best. And then when he taught me about zone two, I was like, this guy's nuts, but yeah. it, but the thing is it, it's so slow in the beginning, but it gets you there fast because I had never run more than 10 K in my life. One race I had ever done. And I ended up doing a, a half marathon within, I think four weeks of starting, but yeah. injury free. And I felt like I can keep running after, but that was because we started with zone two training. Yeah. It makes me think of slow is smooth and smooth is fast. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's a really good way to put it. Yeah, that and that's exactly what it does. And it was the most healing thing because I had had injuries and that had never really, you know, from playing tennis and all of those were healed. Um, and yeah, and I'm stronger now at 40, almost 48 than I was in my 20s when I was a collegiate athlete in the States playing tennis. So that has a, that says a lot. <laughs> yeah, I, I love what you're doing the Fat to Fit program because- um, like again, I'm, I'm selling the Tony Robbins high from UPW, but it says like yeah. pain, pain is a part of life, but suffering mm-hmm. isn't. And suffering is only when you're experiencing pain and you feel powerless towards it. So I love yeah. that you're giving power to people, which ultimately powers through education, right. And getting them it to is. practically do it and educate them throughout the process. Yeah. Knowledge is power. And it's huge because in the, as you know, um, you know, you have, you know, fit vegan and, and you're training all of these individuals. And when they come to you, they come with all of these concepts around health and nutrition that you're like, yeah, I can't believe that's even being perpetuated because most of the time it's not even scientifically accurate, you know? So people are promoting like the keto diet, which if you read through every study published on keto, which there's not many because it has not been highly studied, when you read every scientific study, it actually shows that it people end up with worse mental health conditions. They end up with neuropathy and nerve damage. They end up with like, they're worse off as a result. There was more arterial plaque and arthrosclerosis. And, you know, and, but meanwhile, everybody's running around being like, we need meat, protein and dairy and calcium and we need sodium, tons of table salt, like all of these incredible myths that are not scientifically accurate. So knowledge is power, but A, it has to be the right knowledge and B, you have to put it into action as well. And that's the other part that I get a lot of clients that know they should be eating well, but they just don't put it into action. So with the fab to fit program, um, there's accountability. So you get an accountability partner, you're going out there, you set a big, hairy, audacious goal, and our clients hit their goals. It's incredible. We set big goals too. So yeah, it's yeah. empowering for sure. 
the, the reason I like what we both, what we both do and like the, the work that you're doing is people will put their health at risk to look a certain way or to weigh a certain number on the scale. Right. Mm-hmm. And you're going on the flip side. You're like, let's get you healthy first. Let's exercise and let's just build in some progression into it versus let's, let's just do everything that's necessary for you to look a specific way. Then you can't maintain it and you feel terrible after yeah. right? the whole, the whole keto movement. I, yeah, we we've transitioned so many ketos <laughs> to go yeah. back to eating carbs and eating exactly. whole food plant based, but it's always like, I want to lose weight and look a specific way. Yeah. And the priority is never the health first. It's always the, the specific look. Yeah. And you know, and I'm part African, part South Asian. So I have a big bum. I have hips. I'm curvy. You know, I, um, you know, I'm not these, I'm not this thin person, but when I go out running with individuals in our community that are thin and lean and we're running, it's interesting because 45 minutes in their hips are aching, their knees are aching, their calves are, um, they're spasming and getting cramps, their feet are getting cramps. And I'm looking at them and I'm like, what's going on? You know, I'm definitely a few, like quite a few pounds heavier than them, but I can keep running for an extra two hours. Meanwhile, they're like, they're done. Their bodies are breaking down. And, um, it's, it's one of the things that we have this myth that if you're slim and you are, um, that you're healthy, but I have many, many slim friends. And in fact, I'm one of the very few people that I know that's not on any medications for chronic disease. And I think that says a lot because, and our kids as well, my daughter was saying to me, she doesn't have a single friend who's not on um, ADHD meds, um, antidepressants. She's 15. Yeah, that's crazy. In Whistler, in a healthy community, what a healthy community, but there's, yeah, a lot of people that are super slim, they can eat their burgers and fries and drink their beer, but they're not healthy. And I see that with my clients that I have here as well. Like 90% of them are all on antidepressants and they all have chronic health conditions, autoimmune disorders, everything. And that says a lot. So the size and shape of your body, like just love your body as it is, and then get it as healthy as you can from the inside out. Yeah, that's the ticket. And and I think that's the the hard part, right? Because how do you get people to make the connection that how you're eating is how it's the reason why you're probably probably struggling with depression and anxiety, right? Is the yeah. reason why you're not you don't have energy on a day to day basis. Yeah, I yeah that big misconception. If you're thin, you're gonna be you're automatically healthy. It's it's quite the opposite because people that have a fast metabolism know they can abuse it and they tend to. Yeah, and then they go on the complete like opposite side of the spectrum where they eat whatever they want and like I'm staying fit, but I feel down and I don't know why. Yeah, yeah, and this um, connection is well. First of all, people are not taught this in school, so doctors are not taught this. It's I you don't see this anywhere in the elementary curriculum, the high school curriculum. Um, and then you get into university. Note where who's teaching anybody about um, you know, even though we study biology in high school, we study chemistry in high school, it's never in relationship to our our own physiology. Like we're studying plants and trees and soil, but nobody's teaching like about chronic diseases. Meanwhile, 60% of North Americans have a chronic disease. Like when will this come into the, you know, national school curriculum? And so if nobody's learning it, then they graduate, become adults um, thinking, you know, they pick up their own stories from all the different books that they read, but they're not often reading 
the right books until they're diagnosed with a chronic disease. And then that's when I find people are like, hey, Nikki, did you know about fiber fueled? And I'm like, yes, fiber is one of the most. Did you know that a high carb diet is actually better for you for everything? Yes, I do. You know, but they don't know that until they get diagnosed with the disease. Because they have no reason to research it. They have no reason to research it. Yeah. And nobody has told them otherwise. So then, of course, you know, and everybody's into the one hit wonder, like with the quick pill, like take chromium for fat loss and take, um, you know, like the fat loss industry is so corrupt and it's so misleading. It's telling you to eat less calories, which again, you and I know that eating less calories in a lot of cases is not the right thing to do. And especially if you're eating, um, you know, even the whole caloric myth as well. Like, um, I know from my clients that I, I can take a client who's 79 pounds, looks anorexic because they have scleroderma, so they're not absorbing nutrients. And then I can take a client that's 250, 300 pounds. They're eating the same amount of calories. The person who's underweight gains weight. The person who's overweight loses weight. And it's, you know, and they're eating sometimes between 2,000 to 3,000 up to 6,000 calories a day. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and that's to reverse their chronic diseases because they're so nutrient deficient. So it debunks the whole caloric myth as well. Um, Cause your body will use those calories to regenerate the body, to regenerate the tissues, to build mitochondria. And so, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know your question about like, where do people get connected to this? Like, I wish they can get connected to it before they get diagnosed. Yeah. I, I always said if I could have a superpower, it would make, it would be to have the ability to make people like have that, you have cancer moment without having cancer, right? Yes. Like experiencing that level of like heart attack, cancer, pain, whatever it may be yeah. without actually having the body damage and then realizing, oh, I need to do something about this, right? Yeah. Versus waiting for things to be bad. Um, yeah, I call that hitting that rock bottom place. And it's like, and I think about that, like, I have that dream too. I'm like, how can I get someone to hit the rock bottom without actually having to hit the rock bottom? Because yeah, we're um, so aligned. That's like the ultimate superpower. Yeah, it's the ultimate goal for it. Yeah, that's all we got to do. And maybe with AI and like this virtual world that we're living in, we can kind of like create like alter versions of ourselves and have that person experience themselves as being sick and terminal. And then because that is when That'd people take action. Yeah, that is when people do take action. That's a good business for us to start, I think. Yeah, but that that's a whole part of like, just like Tony's work, like the Dickens process, right? Experiencing that level of pain and coming back yeah. and conditioning into your body. Yeah, if you could put like a VR goggles and headset and really live what it's like for you to have cancer and psychologically feel what it's like for your body to fail, oh. to not have energy, like it's a big wake up call. Yeah, exactly. And, or to like, what's happening now is infertility rates, right? Low sperm count, women can't get pregnant. Um, And I work with a lot of people who have infertility and they have infer like they've been diagnosed as being infertile for like 15, 20 years, like stopped using any sort of birth control years and years ago, because they could not get pregnant. Then they do our program and they call me up in a few months and they're like, what the heck? I'm pregnant. And I'm like, oh yeah, sorry. I forgot to tell you that your reproductive system would also heal because you don't heal one part of your body. You heal the entire body. But what would that be like to have that, you know, that system where you could fast forward and and see yourself unable to get pregnant. And it's a reality for a lot of people. Um, And that's a rock bottom place too, that people come back from, but we don't have to, I don't know. I know (laughs) 
Yeah. We got to imagine the pain being so extreme and then make the decision that we don't want to get there. I understand your pain of trying to make understand other people's pain. So that yeah. make it and I understand <laughs> yours. It's so hard. It's, uh, sometimes I want to shake people. Sometimes I want to hit them over the head with like, you know, like a magic wand and just be like, ding, now you have all the information, like just go yeah. do it. But yeah. But yeah. I mean, this is part of just being human. We are silly humans, you know? Yeah. I think a few things talk about baby. You just made me realize that we have two fit vegan babies right? I'm sure you have a, a lot of richer health babies, but we had, we had two members yes. that they couldn't get pregnant, came, changed the whole food plan base, and they were able uh. to be get pregnant, get their babies. And I was like, oh, we have like our first fit vegan baby. This is great. Yeah. Like, the family's expanding. Um, yeah, it's such a That's awesome, it's a powerful thing for people to experience and just to be a, like a part of it. Right. Um, yeah. Like, like, we should just start a school where we properly educate people on like health, fitness, business, mindset, and then we just get people ready for life. That's what we should do. Well, and that's the thing is that, you know, our nutrition and detox training program, I started it because there was all of these nutritionists that were working for us at our at our plant-based whole food cafes. Yeah. And I'd be like, why are you working for us? Like 90% of our team members were all graduated nutritionists. Yeah. And I was looking though, I'm like, this doesn't seem right. Like, why aren't you out there helping people heal? And they were like, we can't. And that's because a lot of these nutrition schools, they teach, it's so broad and high level and they don't teach about reversing chronic disease. But if you want to get clientele, just reverse their chronic disease and you'll have clientele for the rest of your life. Like that yeah. is the ultimate goal is people want to be free of their disease. They don't want to bounce around from like, try, let's try keto. Let's try low carb. Let's try high fat. Let's try, you know, they just want to heal. And like yeah. your program, you just get them on clean, real food. Guess what? People heal. Like you cannot mm -hmm. not heal somebody when they're eating clean, real food. And, but most of these programs that they're teaching are, you know, like they, it's all a reductionist approach. So they try and hit the person up with supplements first. They try and hit the, you know, a lot, even a lot of naturopaths, we train physicians and naturopaths, they lead with herbs and tinctures, but you can't lead with homeopathy, herbs, tinctures, and chiropractic care and physio care. If you don't have your baseline of just clean, healthy, real nutrient dense food, you can't, you can't do it. And movement in the yeah. body. Movement helps too. We, I get it. There was someone I was speaking to that was doing like Cairo, that was doing like all the herbs, that was doing everything, but they're loading up on Beyond Meat, fake chicken, yeah. every meal. And I'm like, hey, like <laughs> a lot of processed food. I'm like, that's your base. That's like 90% of everything. All the little things yeah. you're doing will just make a small percentage of a difference, but the bulk you're not doing. And I don't yeah. know, it, maybe it is lack of education. Maybe it's fear um, or maybe it's just laziness. Cause it's really hard to change your nutrition if you're not yeah. sick, right? Yeah. If you're not to that point yeah. where you have pain, it's kind of like, well, I'm kind of, I feel okay right now. So I'm going to tolerate this until I can't tolerate it anymore. Yeah. And then, and that's the thing too, is that you get away with it in your twenties and then you get away with it in your mid thirties up to your mid thirties. But then man, you approach 40 and all of those beyond meat burgers are going to catch up with you. All of that high sodium refined processed food with the high refined oils and um, high refined sugar, all of it, it catches up to you. And that's because people don't realize that your cells are just trying to be healthy every single day. And if we're just constantly damaging our cells and our cell walls, and eventually when 
all your cells start breaking down, this is the, you know, this is the decline of your life. Like this is, mm-hmm. it's a fast track to death. Let's shave off like a couple decades there. Like it's setting you up for the heart attack. It's setting you up for the chronic diseases, the cancer, the everything. And um, yeah, so it's, it's unfortunate that biology has made it that we're pretty resilient in our twenties and thirties, but then you hit, it's almost like you hit this brick wall when you turn 40 and the pain becomes atrocious and the autoimmune disorders become very profound, but we're also seeing it now. Like we have kids being diagnosed, like as young as three years old with diabetes and multiple sclerosis. And these That's diseases crazy. did not exist like they were virtually, like they were considered rare diseases prior to the 1940s. But then in the 1940s, you also see the tertiary food system come in the refined processed food system, the convenience food system. And, you know, and it's so easy to see that. Um, but most people are also not analyzing the f- food changes, you know, over the course of history. And it's important to look at that and to just ask, like, was there a time in history where people didn't have these chronic diseases? And the answer is yes. And it was not that long ago. And most likely it was in your grandparents' generation. Yeah. And also the, like what you brought up for Beyond Meat, as you hit your 40s, things kind of change. Um, if people are already starting to see effects from eating some of these more highly processed food, and we'll just like touch the vegan world as an example, like the Beyond Meats and the oh. fake chickens and the garden. If yeah. people are already starting to see effects on that, imagine if you're in your 20s right now and you're going to do another 10, 15, 20 years of that. We don't even know what the impacts are going to be on no. the body, right? There's no prediction that it will be positive because it's already been a short time span and it's already negative. So yeah, yeah, like I said, ultimately reverting back to the natural way of eating, which is eating whole food plant-based. Yeah. Because you're, again, for for people that don't, I guess maybe you can explain better than I do, but it's, you're giving your body the proper building blocks to do what it needs to do versus adding things into it that are not giving you a building blocks and also harming your body. Right. So yeah. not only you're not adding to your body this building block, you're also removing and making the process harder by adding inflammation and mucus and all these things. Exactly. And you know, with the world that we live in, which is where most people are food scientists and and even, you know, athletic trainers and dietitians and nutritionists and people working in the health space, they try and use this reductionist approach. So they're like, okay, if I give you a little bit of this and a little bit of that and a little, it'll add up to health, but it never adds up to health. What Mm -hmm. adds up to health is when you take the whole food and more whole food and which have all the building blocks, which are 25,000 plus building blocks. Like most people are talking about the macronutrients, right? Everybody talks about carbs, protein, and fat, but you also have selenium. If you don't have selenium, you have higher risk um, risk factors for um, developing cancer. Our soil is depleted in selenium. So mm-hmm. you can't also go out and take the 25,000 nutrients in supplement form. You'd have 25,000 bottles in your kitchen. Yeah. You can't do that. It's impossible. And plus, once things get synthesized, they also lose their healing potential. So there's this mentality that we can reduce everything down to its minute parts where we have to keep thinking and maintain the, the ecological belief that we are whole beings, right? We, we can't yeah. just treat one organ in the body. Like if what, if you're sick, it's not just your liver that's sick. It's your spleen, it's your pancreas, it's your enzymes, it's your ability to metabolize proteins and make proteins. Um, it's your ability to detoxify. So it's your whole body that is sick. But with this reductionist approach, we think we can have one part of the body that's sick. And then we can treat that with like these one 
off ingredients and life does not work that way. And this is probably the biggest thing that needs to be taught in school is that we are our environment. The environment is us. We are not a part of it. We are the environment and the environment is us. And the environment is a whole complete system, just like we are a whole complete system, just like our food needs to be whole and complete. Mm -hmm. You'll never make an apple in a laboratory. As much as you want to try, you can put all the ingredients that you think you know is contained in an apple, which most food scientists will be like, there's 60 ingredients, but that is not true. There's over 25,000 different parts working together to create that apple. You'll never be able to create an apple from these, you know, bottled ingredients. So it's important for people to know that when they're eating their Beyond Meat burger and they're eating their, um, you know, whatever, you know, even their like vegan or yeah. Yeah. Or even their, you know, a lot of people don't like taking supplements, but then they go grocery shopping and they buy all their, you know, whether it's vegan food or whatever food, if it's packaged food. And then if you just look at the ingredients, it's fortified with B6, with B3, with vitamin E and vitamin A, like it's fortified with supplements because it's not food. It's lost all of those nutrient values. So the government has said, well, we got to make sure it meets the baseline requirement to be able to label it as food. So then they add in like what, six nutrients, Yeah, but they're missing the other 25,000. So yeah, something we, we, we have to change and and it really starts with changing our belief system that we have the ability to control our bodies and to control our health. And I think we have to surrender to the fact that we are just nature, nature is us. And so we abide by those principles and we live a life of wholeness. I don't know. That's, that's beautifully put. Um, I, I agree with you. There's, I think there's, there is a huge lack of awareness in people's value and their actions. And what I mean by that is we, you know, we've, I've talked to some people that are, I am oil-free, salt-free, and I'm like, okay, great. So then we will structure them a, a meal plan. And then they're going to go and eat fried food on the weekend. And like, you brought, I'm like, well, whoa, right? Like, are you actually adhering to the values that you told me that you had? I right. Know. And so a lot of times, like you said, people's like, I don't want to take supplements, but I'll go take fortified foods. And that doesn't yeah. necessarily align with their value. We just, I think we tend to generalize the things that we say and we don't actually implement them. So that's something for people to, to be, to be careful about. Um, no, I agree. You have to, to be so careful. Like even I was just teaching our students yesterday. One of the biggest things when you're teaching people about reversing chronic disease and you have a client is you tell them, do not take anything I'm saying or anything else anybody else is saying on trust. You never say, trust me. You never say, mm-hmm. believe me. You never say this is fact because as of today, we only know what we know based on all the information that we have ever received. And we only know about 3% of how the body works. So somebody's out there telling you to take, and you hear this all the time, you know, a new supplement comes out and somebody's like, I'm taking merengue powder and I'm taking maca powder and I'm taking this and I'm taking that. And then before you know it, your whole, your fridge is just like full of all of this stuff and your cupboards Little are baggies. overflowing. You're just scooping it. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Exactly. And, you know, and as we move into the world of tech and incredible data analysis, we also have these, you know, researchers and scientists and techies that are also 
basically even going further down the reductionist stream to say, you know, like now we can hyperanalyze everything and tell you exactly what the missing nutrient is, but it doesn't work that way because you might Mm -hmm. be missing a nutrient today, but you make it up later, but then you're also moved towns and cities. And so the food where, where you get your food from is grown in different soil. So therefore it's made up of different things. So it doesn't work that way. This, you know, and a lot of people, and I don't know if they say this to you, I'm, I'm assuming they probably do, um, it, but they do say it to me when they first learn about this, they go, this is so strict. And I go, yeah. well, it's yeah. it's not strict, actually. It's based on the theory of abundance and diversity, but abundance and diversity within the realm of clean, real, healthy, hopefully organic foods that and and we have 350,000 plant species on the planet that we can eat. So where is the strictness? The strictness is that you know you're right. Yeah. You can't eat the foods that are going to harm you, which is the packaged processed synthesized, you that's know, why it's strict, you that's can't why eat it's the strict. donuts or the ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You know, or the cheap fake bread that's out there. Like nobody, most of my clients don't know what real bread is. And yeah. when you eat real bread, it's hard work. You have to chew. It's heavy. You could barely cut through it. <laughs> like that's healthy yeah. bread. But you know, we've grown up in the in the Wonder Bread era where people want everything to be easy, easy to chew, easy to swallow. Like nobody wants to work hard um, for their nutrition. And and that is the fault of you know the the forties and fifties when convenience and partially people will hate me for saying this, but the feminist movement, you know, because. It took women out of the homes. It took women out of the kitchen. Women predominantly were doing the cooking. They would Mm -hmm. buy the groceries, chop the vegetables. It was hard work. But then TV dinners came along, dishwashers came along, which of course we want women to have equal rights. We want the equity gaps to be eliminated. That has to happen. But it happened at the um, demise of our health, our children's health, you know, our grandparents' health. Yeah. You no, know, as they move into retirement homes and eat the crappy fake food in there. So, you know, so somebody, I always say, and you know, people don't often like me to say this and like, but I'm like, somebody has got to get back in the kitchen and it doesn't have to be the woman that gets back into the kitchen or hey, whatever gender. It doesn't matter I'm what gender. <laughs> yeah. My husband does all the cooking and he loves it, but yeah. somebody has to get back into the kitchen. Yeah. Somebody has to take ownership of it. Yeah. I love to jump back into it. You talk yeah. about um, decolonizing your plate, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what does that mean for the people that are listening? And also I won't, me too. I'm kind of like curious as to what it means. Cause you said the first time I was like, that's not as interesting, but like, what does it mean? Yeah. Well, I love it. Cause our graphic designer who designed uh, one of our websites and that had the word decolonizing over it. She's like, what's that word anyway? And I love that she asked that because it reminds me that you know, we haven't been taught about nutrition and health in our schools, but we also haven't been properly taught about colonization. So decolonizing our plate refers to the fact that for the last 500 plus years, 550 years, European settlers, the French, the Dutch, you know, the British, they invaded most of the planet via colonization, you know, and we were taught that it was people exploring. They were explorers that found new lands. But they weren't new lands. Those lands were always there. And there were indigenous folks living on all these lands around the world that had lived there for thousands and thousands of years. So European settlers did not discover anything. 
at all. They didn't. Yeah. It was already discovered. So colonization, it really refers to taking over and inhabiting lands, taking over the resources. And then of course, all the um, detrimental effects, the traumas, the rapes, the killing, the mass murders of indigenous people all over the world. But when we talk about decolonizing our plate, it really refers to the fact when European settlers moved into these lands, they brought with them their European um, beliefs. So with that came a lot of like refined processed food, refined white flowers, refined um, grains of all kinds, refined sugar, um, a lot of foods that could be transported on the ship and not go bad. So there wasn't a lot of you know, desire for a lot of produce, even though people did get scurvy and die and from vitamin D deficiency and E deficiency and A deficiency and C deficiency. So, um, so that was really when we learned the importance and value of nutrients, but those values were then pushed onto indigenous people all over the world, but it was also pushed onto you and I, we are the yeah. products of colonization. Okay. So um, most of us are indigenous to a land somewhere. I love um, Robin Val Kimmer, um, Braiding Sweetgrass. Her definition of uh, to be indigenous means that you think about the next seven generations ahead and the seven generations behind, and you live in sustainable ways. And I love that definition of what it means to be indigenous. And even if you're Irish or Scottish, your ancestors used to eat clean, real foods because there was a day before refined, processed, packaged cheap white foods. And so yeah. to decolonize your plate doesn't mean we go back to hunting and gathering or gathering, I should say mostly, and maybe a little bit of hunting. Um, but we go back to, well, we go forward into recognizing again, that we need real whole foods, traditional whole foods, the way that nature intended. So we don't need to refine them, process them, um, synthesize them. We just need to eat them in their real form. And when we do that, it's almost impossible to create chronic disease in your body. Because if yeah. you're eating clean whole foods, you're also not going to want to grow those foods in glyphosate, pesticides, um, synthetic fertilizers. So ultimately, that's what decolonizing your plate is. And it's getting back to remembering that salt was only invented sodium salt, like table salt. It was only commodified in the 1800s, like the late 18 and wasn't so that's only been a couple hundred years. It's not long. And before that, it was a commodity that was so expensive. It was only the very rich that could ever have it. So people didn't yeah. put salt on the, like sodium salt on their food. We had potassium and magnesium rich foods naturally mm -hmm. occurring, but now we live in a society where everything's smothered in sodium refined sugars and refined salt. So the same applies to sugar, the same applies to oil. If you want to if you want to decolonize your plate, it means you don't need to go buy those expensive oils. You need to eat the olives, the avocado, the coconut in their whole form. That's where you get your yeah. oil or the romaine. Romaine has fat in it too. A lot of people don't realize that, but there's fat is a massive building block, the major building block of all foods, so you're going to get it. You just need to eat it and eat it in diversity and abundance. Well, <laughs> Nicola, there's so much I want to talk about with you. I know, uh, I know, I, I have to go soon. So what what we'll do is um, mm -hmm. we'll record another episode together for the people listening on the Maximum Sequence podcast. We'll dive more into depth into we talk about the business aspect also and kind of uh, how you've built the impact that you have now. Um, so two things: um, one, where can people find you? What are the things that people can support you on, on your journey right now? Um, and then quick plug for you, because I saw you have a Lululemon event next week in Whistler, yes. Yes. March 29th, I think. Yep. 
Yeah, and it's when- online and in Whistler. So we're going to be having, we'll have a some sort of tech system set up so that I have people in front of me and people online. So anybody can register. Yeah. Awesome. Ivy and I will be there. We're going to drive up to Whistler. We're going to oh, come and awesome. see you next week because we're leaving the week after. So I figured I'd come and say hi and, and, and support it. the event. Okay. Amazing. That's fantastic. Can't wait to see you. So yeah, people can reach us. Um, we have a whole host of websites. So I would say head over to nicoletteriche.com. And so Nicolette, and you'll have the link in the show notes, but it's R-I-C-H-E-R, uh, Nicolette with one L and two T's. And then you can head over to greenmustache.com is another great place to reach out to us. Um, French spelling of mustache. And yeah. yeah, just get on our mailing lists. Um, and anybody can email me at Nicolette at richerhealth.ca if you have any health conditions and you want support reversing your conditions. We, we're happy to help you do that. Beautiful. And for everyone listening, Nicolette has an awesome podcast as well. So as you saw from today's episode, ton of knowledge. So I highly recommend you go and check check her podcast out. All the links will be in the show note. And Nicolette, I'm excited for us to connect next week. I definitely want to chat about how we can have a greater impact together because we're on a very, yeah. we're on the same mission ultimately. And so I want to see how I can support you and ultimately help more people. Yeah. And us, you as well. Like we, yeah, we all need to be collaborating and working together to be able to create the change that we want to see. So happy to do that with you always. Beautiful. Um, And so everyone, thank you very much for listening to the episode. uh, And we'll see you guys next week. And Nicolette, I will literally see you next week. Yes, exactly. Physically. I love it. Okay. Bye everyone. Thanks for having me on the show. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the episode and would like to support, please share it with others that would benefit from it. Share it on social media and be sure to leave a five-star rating and review. You can also follow me on Instagram at Maxim underscore official and on YouTube at FitVegan. The links will also be in the show notes. I'll see you in the next episode.